Hi everyone, welcome to your snack break. I am Ren with Source and today's date is Tuesday, May 19th. I am so excited to have um, our friend Kristen here, but before we get started, I wanna tell you a little bit of things about this webinar tool. So you're all muted automatically, but you have access to the chat there. So I can see people starting to sign in with their favorite emojis, feel free to do that. And on the live chat, you can use it as a place to ask questions or comment, and we will make sure we answer any questions that you have. So definitely bring it on. We love the more questions, the better. Um, so after this recording is done, we will send you a link to it so that you can share it with friends or refer back to it later. So no worries on that. So today's guest is Kristen with Viridian Wood. Kristen, I'm so excited to have you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, um, who you're quarantining with, and um, a little bit about Viridian because you guys have a really great story. Yeah. Hi, everybody. It's nice to see you all. Hopefully some people I know and some people that I don't are joining today. Um, I'm Kristen Gilchrist. I am, um, I've been with Viridian since 2011. Um, took a little detour in 2018. You might have known me from CrowdSource, now Source as well, but um, I'm back at Viridian. So um, I was Viridian's first employee in 2011, and now we're up to 40 some people. So it's pretty That's great. Um, so, uh, and I, just a little background on me, um, I uh, live in a floating home in St. Helens. That picture down there is my sweet coworker, Luna, who that's pretty much what she does all the time. You may be able to see the black lump on the couch behind me. That's her also working hard. Her best life. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, and, um, yep, I'm a huge animal lover. I love to foster dogs. In fact, normally I'm traveling quite a bit. Um, and obviously that's not happening right now. So I've been fostering dogs again, which is pretty fun. So, um, little background on Viridian. So I'll give you kind of the quick and dirty story, but in 2005, um, the owners of Viridian discovered an immense amount of wood waste coming into our port here in Portland and also up in Vancouver, Washington. Um, and it, it is most of the wood waste that's coming into our port is coming in on steel commodities. So it's not in every single ship that's coming in, but it's steel commodities such as steel slab and then also steel railroad track, which is the picture up on the top left corner there. Um, that product is actually our flagship product. It is what started our company um, when Joe and Pierce discovered that basically once this railroad track was being imported into our port from Asia, the US was importing it, the steel would get offloaded, go into dumpsters. The waste would also go into, I'm sorry, yeah, the steel would get offloaded, then all the waste would go into dumpsters and be hauled off to the landfill. And what this particular wood waste that was coming in on these commodities was coming from Asia and it's a beautiful mix of tropical hardwoods. Um, like One-time use, get dumped into the dumpsters. You can see the picture on the right there. That's, it's a mix of about 30 different species of tropical hardwoods. Wow. Um, and when Joe and Pierce discovered that it, that was happening, they had to do something about it. So they started a, um, they rented a warehouse in East Portland and it was a weekend hobby. They each had their own businesses. Um, they were just trying to find a way to rescue this wood and do something different with it. Um, and then in 2008, when the economy took a tank, um, they rolled their companies into Viridian and then the, the rest is history. So, um, so basically you can see, if you look closely at the picture on the right, there's those perpendicular oxidation marks along the wood. Um, that all is from it sitting in between the railroad track. And so, um, uh, Ren, if you switch back just really quick to the last picture up in the top hand, right. 
um, right hand corner on the top right there is uh, what the Jakarta rustic looks like as paneling or tabletops. We do um, both of those things. So, okay, you can scroll back down. Yeah. Um, so we also, so uh, that's how we got our company started. We also reclaimed some spruce and pine that comes in from um, Russia or used to come in from Russia. Um, we, and then the other thing to kind of note is what started the company and kind of how we've continued on is deep inventories. I mean, we were getting six ships a month at one point, um, of all just wood waste. So we have been storing this stuff and hoarding it for a long time. Um, and so even though I'm sure you all know with all the tariffs and all the things that are happening, we are not receiving those steel commodities anymore, but you can rest assured that we still have the material because we have tons and tons and tons of it. So. Um, it's super durable. It doesn't necessarily look old. Um, so when you we mill this down, it's a beautiful fresh sawn tropical hardwoods. Um, but it is reclaimed. It's post-industrial. We get our FSC certification on it because it the, uh, was removed from the waste stream at our port. So it otherwise would have gone to the landfill. Um, and it's a really great option. And then we also reclaim bottom right hand corner. There is um, beams from warehouse and building deconstruction, mostly out of Seattle Tacoma area. Um, and we manufacture, we have got a lot of other reclaimed sources like backyard fences and um, barn wood. Um, and we always try to have a mix of some kind of rustic textured finishes, but also more refined finishes, which we get in a lot of the, um, the waste wood from the port. So um, that kind of, and then in the last few years, we've expanded due to the trends, which we'll talk about a little bit later, um, into some more refined, non-reclaimed, but still sustainable sources. Um, in white oak and walnut, um, just as a result of the trends, kind of, you know, the reclaimed rustic look has been popular for several years and it still will always have a place, but we're getting a lot of feedback that we needed to kind of offer some more refined options. Um, Can you, that, yeah, sorry. No, Can just you, really quick, that bottom left hand picture um, is a fun one of our shop. It just, it's a, it, that's our table clamp. We also have a more, um, we also have a more high-tech radio frequency press, but that one has been working for years and it's just kind of a neat picture. So just to describe that one. Go for it, okay. Ryan, you Yeah, so can you talk a little bit about the difference between like tropical hardwoods and native species, like in terms of hardness or like what you can expect as, as a designer? Cause I know they're a little bit different. Yeah, so, and even, um, so tropical hardwoods are gonna, and even with the range of like 30 different species that we have that comes in this, um, mix that comes in to the port, which we've identified all of them, or most of them, by the way, if anybody ever wants a list. Um, <laughs> but there is a, a hardness scale in wood called the Janka scale, mm -hmm. and it basically rates the hardness of wood from soft to, you know, zero being super soft to, I think, I can't remember, I think uh, Ipe, which is probably one of the hardest, most trop more tropical woods, is like 3000 on the Janka yeah. scale. So um, something like the the mix of tropical hardwoods that we have range, you know, somewhere between the 1,000 to 2,000 range on the Janka scale. Something like Douglas fir is around 600. Okay. So just to give you kind of a general idea of how that goes. Um, and then when you get into old growth Douglas fir, like the beams that we're reclaiming, which you can't really, they, they've all been logged at this point. So the only way to get old growth Douglas fir is in reclaimed. Um, it's gonna be a little harder because it's that really tight grain, old growth fur, but it's still, um, yeah. And then white oak is somewhere around 1300, if I'm remembering right, don't quote me, but it's it's about twice as hard as Douglas fir. Awesome. Um, so, so when just, choosing where to put these woods, that's something to keep in mind about wh who's gonna be stomping on it and where absolutely. you want it to go. Yeah. 
Absolutely. We talk about that a lot with our paneling and our tabletops specifically. Um, and, you know, the thing about Douglas fir is that if it is reclaimed, if it gets beat up a little bit, it just adds to that character a little bit. But if definitely if it's going to be in a super high volume environment, we at Viridian are always good about we, we always want to manage expectations and don't want to put something in, some, in an environment that's not going to work. So the white oak has been really helpful with that, too, because it's a good alternative, much more durable um, offer, offering. So. Yeah, sweet. Can you talk a little bit about this table press? It looks vintage. <laughs> Medieval, yes. yes. Can you explain how it works? Yeah, so it is. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's a, it is called a tailor clamp. Awesome. And um, and it's it's literally, I can't remember how old this, this uh, particular machine is, but we ordered it from somebody somewhere across the country. And I want to say it's from like the fifties or something, but all of the hydraulics and everything that we added to it when we bought it are brand new. So it's an okay. age old um, technique, but basically that you can see kind of how the arms are starting to fold over like that. They, the, um, our craftsmen glue up and clamp a tabletop and then they rotate it and then they glue up and clamp another one and rotate it on a hydraulic. And the idea is by the time they get to the first one, it's dry. So they just oh, keep doing the same thing over and it's just, it's one of those things that like it's it's not antiquated because it still works and for us we do a high volume and it really it has been effective for us we do tons and tons of tables and it's kind of a neat i yeah. love that my uncle yeah. in in alaska always says just because it's old technology doesn't mean it's bad technology we totally love, i love that mix of old and new which is kind of what you guys do yeah absolutely so this um these more refined tabletops i would love for you to talk a little bit about how these are made the species you can get and like why designers are asking for these um designers in the chat are you getting more refined looks with your wood are we still doing live edge like what are what are y'all seeing in your markets yeah so um and then just interrupt me if somebody has a question that comes yeah. in during that but so um we were have been getting for the last probably three or four years tons of requests for white oak White oak is super hot. We do get white oak in our barnwood mix, but it's a mix of white and red and nobody wants the red oak and it's really hard to sort it out. So uh, white oak has been the very a very popular look. We source um, from a local company um, and it it's definitely something that's got a lot of character. We particularly ask for um, the character grade because we want to see interest. Like on that picture in the bottom right, you can see some knots in there and some character that we fill with black epoxy to really kind of punctuate it. Um, and so we do tabletops and wall paneling in that and then the walnut as well. Um, and the walnut has been, I mean, it's just a timeless look, right? Everybody loves it. We also select character grade. Um, sometimes there's some sapwood, that picture doesn't really show it, but there'll be a brighter color of sapwood that adds some interest. Um, and then the live edge. So we don't do true live edge we do a hand carved edge our craftsmen are creating it which means it's a lot more affordable um mm -hmm. and you can spec whatever size you want um and then back to the white oak some of the things that we've been playing with is some different finishes so that picture in the top right hand corner is what we call our vintage and it's actually a reactionary stain and so what that means is it's typically a solution of vinegar and iron which is steel wool soaked in vinegar um, creates a solution and kind of the proprietary part is a is the concentration, right? Yeah. It's kind of an age-old technique. And it's always been very difficult for people in the past to do in a commercial manufacturing environment. We've mastered it, which is kind of great. But basically what it does is when it's applied to white oak specifically, 
it reacts with the tannic acid in the wood and turns it this beautiful, rich kind of gray brown color. Um, and it reacts to different wood species in different ways. So it doesn't work on red oak, doesn't look good on red oak, but it looks good on white oak. So we're always trying to, we have an ebony stain as well. We're working on a mission oak kind of beautiful brown stain. So we're always adding kind of um, our own flair on it to make it look a little bit more interesting. And then of course, all of our um, finishes, I think it's mentioned here, are especially more important now than ever. Um, we use a super durable conversion varnish on our tabletops, also a UV top coat on our um, paneling, and it's all bleach cleanable, bleach water cleanable, I should say, um, and been tested against, you know, the most common chemicals used in restaurants and stuff. So you can count on this. Even your samples are, are wipeable and bleach cleanable. So. so you can try it at home. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about the different character grades? Like, what does that mean? And if a designer if wants a super, super refined look or they're looking for a sort of refined plus little character, can you sort of get into that? And like, is that something that designers can work with you all on to create? Or did, do you have certain like packages set up? So as far as the grading goes, kind of the way that our particular company operates is it kind of is what it is what what we offer like there isn't a whole lot of flexibility to to select for different grades mm -hmm. um especially i should divide that up with reclaimed there is no option for that you get what you get it's you know it's kind of one of those things i think people are a lot more educated on it now than they used to be but um so but when you're talking about um the white oak and walnut it depending on the size of the project if you did want something that was a little bit more refined um, and the project was large enough, we could do that, or you wanted something that was a little bit less refined. Pretty much the character grade that we're using is about as character grade as you would want to get to have it be as stable as it is. So, um, but yeah, so that, it's kind of a wishy-washy question, but for the most part within our products, our, most of our products or almost all of our products are character grade. We're probably not the right fit if you want something that's much more uniform and refined. Okay, well, that's great to know. We do have a question from the audience. Thank you. Great. Michelle would like to know, what cleaner should we use on your wood products to address hygiene concerns? Yeah, so, um, so it really depends on uh, what the um, setting is. So we have worked with a lot of restaurants in the past. And so we have had all of our finishes tested against what um, most restaurants use, which is an Ecolab cleaners, common kind of cleaners. It's usually a bleach solution that has their proprietary whatever. Um, and it is tested and passed all of those as well as um, bleach water, wine, citrus, that sort of thing. So we haven't tested it on cleaners used everywhere, like in healthcare or senior living or anything like that. But kind of the way that we've been talking about it is if it can be, if it holds up against that type of abrasion and cleaning, those types of cleaning products, it's going to be able to be kind of universal across the board. Um, we also have a spec sheet that we can provide you that, and I can actually submit it later if anybody wants that. Um, on our finish that is really kind of neat and it shows all of the different chemicals and substances that you can, um, that have been tested on this finish and how long they can sit on it before they it starts eating into it, which is kind of a neat thing. So if that's helpful to anybody, I'm happy to provide that as well. Cool. And so I know you guys are really pumped about this new offering. Can you talk a little bit about the bases and the new tops? Yes. Yeah, I know we're, I'm, we're, we're getting close to it. So, um, so yeah, we uh, recently, so kind of due to popular demand, we've always done tops, but we've been asked a lot of times over and over again to provide bases as well. 
So we've worked with a local company up in Vancouver, Washington, who manufactures all their bases locally. Um, and so we've got some kind of standard pedestal, you know, like the regular ones you see in every restaurant. And then we've got a huge variety of um, community table, desk bases, you know, conference table bases um, that we're offering now, which is exciting and various different finishes as well. And you can spec a custom finish if you'd like, all still within our standard four week lead time as with our tables. Um, and then we've also recently added some, we're calling them design ply and what they are, they're in the bottom part there, um, some Wilson Art laminate options on tops and then also uh, walnut and white oak veneer. Um, and this is just kind of it, what basically it's to allow a more value option, which is especially more important right now than anything else it seems like. And so like for instance, the walnut veneer top that we're offering in the design ply is half or sometimes less than half of the solid wow. tabletop price. So it's just kind of allowing to have offerings for, for everybody. And then we also um, have a, a new page on our website dedicated to desks. We realize that that is very important right now as well. Everybody's working from home. Um, and so we have a, the option for you to kind of build your own desk. You select a base, you select a top and email us and, and we'll give you a quote. So um, kind of lots of, we're, we're just, you know, all of us are trying to keep up with the current times right now. So yeah. that's, that's where we're going. So as far as the laminate tops go, the, it's any solid color Wilson art laminate falls within our standard pricing. Um, and then if you needed color core or some other sort of pattern, we just quote it for you, but you can basically select any of those options. Awesome. And what is it mounted on? It's on um, Apple Play. We're calling it Design oh, Play. It's locally sourced. It's NAUF. It's all the good stuff. Um, and then that we leave the edges exposed. We don't do an edge band. And that was kind of a design um, feature for us. We actually did a, a panel. We had a little happy hour a couple months ago and asked people what they thought. And it was kind of a more modern look. We also yeah. finish those edges with our conversion varnish. So they're wipeable. They're, you know, not, you're not gonna have to worry about any kind of moisture penetration. Yeah. Oh, that apple pie edge is one of the sexiest things. I know. It looks so great. It's beautiful. Um, we do have another question. Can the wood tabletops be used outside? Most of our restaurants are trying to expand their patio space or spill it on to the street. So at this point, no. Um, we, I, it, it's, a, it's been an initiative for me recently. I know that that's what's going to happen. People are going to be shifting their common areas outside for obvious reasons of what the current situation is. At this point, all of our tables are only um, for interior use, but okay. stay tuned. We could have something soon. So. so exciting. And what are these bases made out of? Are they steel or what is it? Yes. Yep. Okay, cool. Yep. And then you can powder coat it a different color maybe? Yeah, yeah. So we okay. we have a standard either clear or black option mm -hmm. with, for that is within the standard pricing. And then for a little increase, you can select from different colors. Like there's a white and a gray and, um, and copper and some others. And then you can also specify a custom color powder coat. Yep. I love it. So this is sort of like a mix and match, choose your own yep. adventure situation. Exactly. That is fabulous. I am really into that. Um, let's see what we've got here. Can you tell us really briefly about this option, which is one of my favorites? Yeah, so um, we are always looking for ways to customize um, our products for brands and specific colors. And this is something that um, we do with our granary plank and our good neighbor, where you basically can specify a Sherwin-Williams paint color and we can, or you know, any paint color basically, and we can match it. Um, and customize it for your brand. And so we do it in our wall paneling and our granary plank tabletops, which also have a really cool industrial metal edge. It's all done on um, either our good neighbor, which is backyard fence boards for paneling or the granary plank, which is all reclaimed from grain elevators um, in Eastern Washington state. 
And then also we are uh, offering, we have a, a specific line of Minwax stains that we can, you can basically just select a color from and apply to our white oak or walnut um, products as well. I'm sorry, white oak or Douglas fir products as well. That is fabulous. I love it. So we get a little bit of color if you want to go, go rogue with it and yeah. then you can get a refined look as well. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Kristen. I'm so excited that you were here. Um, designers, you all can order samples from Kristen right now from our website on Source, so you can head there now. You can also, if you're interested, join us for another snack break. I'm really excited because tomorrow we've got our friend um, Tim Conway, the VP of Sustainability with Shaw, who's coming to talk about carpet recycling, which I think is a thrilling topic. So I'm mm. excited and hopefully we'll see you there tomorrow. But Kristen, it's so nice to see you. Nice and I you think too. this really um, beautiful look of the the really refined tables. I'm really excited. And that vinegar plus steel wool, yeah. that is like magic. Is there nothing that vinegar cannot do? I, I know, seriously. So. <laughs> yeah. so diner, designers, it was great to see you all. Um, we'll send a presentation the presentation out to you shortly with the recording. So you can send this to your friends and hopefully we'll see you again tomorrow. Thanks, Kristen. Bye guys. Nice to see yeah. everybody. Bye.